Hello and welcome to Babelfish, the podcast where humanists, freethinkers and atheists share their life stories. The podcast where non-believers from all over the world share the challenges and the risks they face. You can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. Do it on patreon.com or the Danish equivalent tenor.dk. You'll find the links in the episode description. I hope you will enjoy today's episode. Okay, hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm now in Portugal and I'm in Lisbon talking to Ricardo and maybe you can present yourself. My name is Ricardo. I'm 48 years old. I'm from Lisbon. I'm a secularist, most of all. Albeit, I'm also an atheist. I have no religion whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, how did you become a secularist and atheist? Well, um, I was brought up an atheist. I yes. Mean, my okay. parents had no religious belief at all, and uh, they didn't baptize their children. My parents themselves were not baptized by by their parents. This is not the norm in Portugal. What is the normal in Portugal is that you are baptized in the Catholic Church. Mm. So I was I, I grew up with the notion that I was in a small minority, and um, many times when I was growing up, I felt that um, I was a singularity. I mm. was something that uh, was not. Uh, most people didn't know it existed mm. and um, what about the rest of your family the rest of my family they have different stories but um, some many of them were not baptized as well okay. some of them became religious when they were grown-ups uh, okay. when when they got married for instance yeah when they got married they they converted and many of them of them not all became what uh, we call here in Portugal the non-practicing Catholics Yeah, are, we, same in Denmark, we have the non-practicing... Which is the Catholics that yeah, yeah. were baptized, were yeah. religiously married, and that's all, basically. Mm. And they never go to church. Yeah, yeah. they never go to church. No. <laughs> and I'm not sure if they believe or not. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, uh, I think the most important thing in my in my activities as a secularist, I mean, is the making it possible for any person with a religion or without a religion to live freely in mm. this country yeah. because non-believers still have a lot of pressure, okay. uh, peer pressure. I mean, even in public schools in this country, we have crosses in walls, we have, mm. uh, we have a Paschal Communion, meaning a Catholic Mass in Easter. In schools. In schools, in yeah. public schools. And, um, We have religious education in school, uh, mostly Catholic. There are some classes for evangelic, Christian evangelic uh, uh, in, students. In the, in in the public, during the day, public school. Public yeah, okay. And uh, it's very difficult to say, even in a public school in Lisbon, and I can testify that, it's very difficult to say that with, I don't want my children to go to these classes. There is, there's a lot of pressure to, mm. to enroll uh, children in uh, religious classes. Yeah. Um, the Catholic Church is given a role in this country of a moral conscience of the country that I don't agree with. Okay. Uh, I don't think they have um, a monopoly over defining what people should feel and believe about many issues like abortion or gay marriage mm. or end-of-life care. Um, 
unfortunately now abortion is legal up to three months and uh, gay men. Yeah, it's really recent. It's yeah, uh, yeah. not that recent. It was 2007. Yeah, 2007. but that's for me. It's recent. <laughs> Recently, since it has been legal for since the 70s in Denmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From that perspective, <laughs> yeah. yes, it's very recent. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, people started campaigning for that in the 80s yeah. here in Portugal, and it took them 20 years to get there. I mean, yeah. uh, I campaigned in the referendum in 2007, and uh, we won it. And um, yes, it was late in coming. Yeah. And but after that, gay marriage became legal couple of years later and uh, and uh, now we are having the debate about uh, the end of life I mean if people yeah. should be able to, to to have terminate their life if they so it, like it's it. on the agenda now it's in, in the, the agenda public now. Yeah, okay. in the pub it's a public debate it has already been voted in Parliament once okay and it was defeated for yeah. the moment but uh, it's part of the everyday conversation okay and um, I mean, as a secularist, I believe that every one of us should have the ability to do whatever he or she wants to mm. do with his or her life. Yeah. I mean, it's not for the Catholic Church to, to write rules on that. Did you face Did you face discrimination when you were growing up? You didn't. I wouldn't say discrimination, no. Um, but I'm fortunately enough to have been brought up in Lisbon. I mean, there are parts in this okay. country mostly in the north where people are very very catholic i mean okay if you are not catholic you're really outside everything uh, yeah outside the, the social life of the community okay so you can actually it can actually have an effect on your social life it can have an oh, effect okay. on your social life i mean in the north people are expected to be catholic and be part of the of the of the ritual that is part of what makes the identity of the, oh, okay of the community as a whole. Um, here in Lisbon, it's not like that. No. Uh, I've lived in Lisbon most of my life. Um, discrimination, I wouldn't say that. I mean, some people will say that um, I'm not really Portuguese okay. because I'm not Catholic, but I don't take them seriously. <laughs> no. I pity them. Yeah. Uh, but okay. uh, I think that's ridiculous, to be honest. Okay. And it, can it have an effect on your career and job situation, do you think? Or it's only in the private social life it has, can in have an effect? private social life, I mean, there might be some cases where that happens, but it's always very difficult to prove. Yeah. It's always very difficult to prove. And um, in my life, personally, no, it, no. it didn't. Okay, yeah. Okay. And, and it's the same today, do you think? I think it has it has gone better. Yeah. It's better now than what it was in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. I mean, uh, then uh, when we came out of the dictatorship, people were still thinking the dictatorship here in Portugal, the right-wing dictatorship that ended in 1974, yeah. was very Catholic. Yeah. And the uh, Catholic Church had a preeminent role. Yeah. And, uh, and people. Equated being Catholic and being Portuguese. Okay, so that's why, yeah. Yeah, but uh, after the revolution, things became better. Yeah. And, uh, nowadays, I would say they're becoming slowly better, albeit um, 
in terms of the rules, in terms of the rights that we have, we still have a long way to go. Before we started the interview, you told me about when uh, Portugal became a secular state. Maybe you can that tell was, the story again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Portugal was a monarchy, and uh, in five in the five of in the fifth of October of 1910, Portugal became a republic, and the Republican Party was a staunchly secularist party mm -hmm. and it was part of their program to separate church and state yeah so the priests uh, were public servants up to then yeah they were paid a salary by the state like it still happens in Denmark yeah exactly and they, it stopped in 1911 in this country mm. uh, being born being married uh, dying was registered in the in the church books mm. and the republicans lit literally took the books out of the churches yeah. and they gave them to the municipalities and uh, this they secularized the schools as well mm -hmm. it was a process that was radical um, there were there was a violent reaction in parts of the country okay as it, it, it yeah. is obvious but um, we live in Associação República Laicidade. We we cherish that um, that heritage mm. because um, that's when that that was a defining moment for secularism in this yeah. country. Yeah. I mean, afterwards, legally, the church has always been separated from the state. Even yeah. if, even if during the dictator, dictatorship of Salazar, um, the church got back many things yeah they liked it. they they went back to schools they were paid again to teach religion in school um, the bishops were again at public ceremonies mm. and um, they had a lot of influence the divorce became illegal illegal again because this might seem incredible but the republicans in 1910 legalized legalized divorce oh, okay. in 1910 and then it became illegal again for Catholics, ah. but uh, divorce for non for couples not married in ch in the church has been legal since all the time. Oh, okay. Time. But during the dictatorship, you'd lose your job if you were not uh, well. If you were not a Catholic, you'd have problems. You would know. You would okay. not go up in the structure of the state. Uh, so that it affected your career back then if back you then, were, yes, weren't a Catholic. Yeah. People had a lot of pressure to be Catholic and uh, be married in the Catholic Church mm. and, and so on. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because you have a secular secular legislation. Yeah, and we have a secularist tradition that yeah. goes back more than uh, 100 years. Yeah, and that we can be proud of. Yeah, exactly. It's a long time. Yeah, yeah. we can be proud of that. And. Unfortunately, since the end of the of the dictatorship in '74, no political party has made secularism a main issue. No, and that's a shame, really. Yeah. And no, no party has had um, the will to to face the Catholic Church, mm. and, um, and I mean, and it still has a lot of power. Yeah, a lot yeah. of privilege that uh, they they don't challenge, mm -hmm. and that's our job. Our yeah. job is to challenge these privileges that the Catholic Church get back during the dictatorship, okay. and uh, they that still exist to this day. And how do you try to influence uh, the politicians? Because you're made, you're, you're, the organization's goal is mainly political. It's yes. the first secular organizations I've met since I started traveling 
most of the other organizations are atheists and humanists and have a a, a different purpose, not yes. only political. Yes, we, we are not trying to organize the, the, communi the community of the okay. humanist people no. or of the atheists. That's not what we do. I mean, we have uh, written uh, to the political parties, to the, to the newspapers, we do advertising, we advocate the cause okay. of secularism, yeah. that's what we do. We have done petitions in the past as well, um, and we are mainly the only organization doing that in okay. Portugal. And do you have an impact? Do they listen to you, the politicians? Well, well, we have had some minor victories in okay. the past. Yeah. I mean, uh, when we brought up the question of of the crosses that still stand in uh, public schools, yeah. uh, Minister of Education at the time said that if someone in the school said that the cross shouldn't be there, it yeah. should be taken out. Okay. Which is a weak. Mm. Standing, I mean, yeah. it's like saying, I'm not going, I as a minister will not say that no. crosses should be out. No. But if someone in the, in the community says, says so, yeah, okay, <laughs> that's being um, the word is coward, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> they won't uh, take responsibility, <laughs> yeah. One of our biggest victories, perhaps, was that in um, 2006, when the president, the new president, was sworn in. Mm. Uh, we wrote a letter saying that uh, the Bishop of Lisbon shouldn't be the sixth person in the hierarchy of the people that were there to shake hands with the president. Okay. Yeah. Because in the hierarchy of the protocol of the state, at the time the Bishop of Lisbon was still the sixth person. I mean, the new president would shake hands with the former president, yeah. then the prime minister, the president of the Portuguese parliament, yeah. the Portuguese of the the president of the Portuguese Constitutional Court, and then the bishop, basically. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so he was up there. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and they changed the, the state protocol, and okay. now he's 30 something, which, yeah. which, Do you which, also is, which yeah. is symbolic. Yeah, but, it um, is symbolic. But, but it's um, the same in Denmark. We have every year when Parliament opens, <laughs> there's an opening ceremony. And there's a, they go to church. There's a ceremony in church. It's not. It's only a few of the parliamentarians who. They, it's not many politicians that participate. Maybe one third or one fifth of them. But it's still there, and it's planned as part of the public it's program. It's officially part. It's, it's the official program. Is the ceremony in church? Do you have something similar in your parliament? No, I mean you have a state church. Yeah. You don't have yeah. a state church. But we have things that look like a state church. For yeah. instance, in the last months we had, we had two universities, one of them Coimbra, the yeah. other Evra, where the, in the day of the university there was a mass, yeah. a Catholic mass. Yeah. And uh, we protested against that. Mm -hmm. We got some cover in the newspapers. I mean, some newspapers talked about that yeah. they are state universities and they are doing mass. Yeah. And uh, as I told you, this week some... Um, schools in the north mm. some pu public schools in the north they had catholic mass yeah. because easter is coming yeah and um, they invited all the students all the teachers yeah. all the community all school community to be in the catholic mass inside the public school i mean oh actually inside the school oh, okay inside the yeah. school yeah in a 
in a state where I'm in a republic where the state is separated from the church, this shouldn't happen <laughs> no. at all. We have the same, but they, then they are invited to church, but there's a collaboration between the schools and the local churches. So often for Christmas or something, then the school goes to the church and participates uh, in a mass. Yeah. yeah. And this shouldn't happen at all. I agree, <laughs> but we have a state church, so it's more difficult because yeah, it's part of our legislation that the, I mean, this government supports the state. We don't have a state yeah. church. The constitution you, yeah. doesn't have the, the word Catholic yeah. a single time. No. I mean, in Spain and Italy, they have the words, the state is separated from the Catholic church. Yeah. Here in Portugal, the constitution says the state is separated from the, the churches. Yeah. And the com religious communities yeah. in general. Yeah. And um, at the same time, we have things like that, that are yeah. more akin to a, to a state with an official church, which yeah. we are not officially. But in practice? In practice, sometimes it looks like we have oh, a, okay. an official church. Yeah. And that's what we fight against. Yeah. Do you think it will change? Or what's the public opinion? I mean, it's very difficult. As I told you, I don't expect much from the political parties at the moment. No. They're not doing anything. Um, they think it's it's tricky that they lose some support in the, they lose the Catholic vote or something okay. like that. Uh, but in the public opinion, we, we have many people agreeing with uh, with oh, okay. us. We have many people that are criticizing us in a very sometimes radical way as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but th this is an on ongoing debate. And, yeah. um, I think the new generations are less religious than the, oh, okay. than the previous ones. I would just do you have you have a blasphemy law still here? In we Portugal? have some words in okay. some laws that could be used, but the very strange thing yeah. is that they have not been used during since '74, since the democracy yeah. started. But at the same time, I have to say that um, the Portuguese courts uh, have condemned people for writing things in there has been, Has it been in Portugal or in Spain there was this huge, there was this artist? Oh, that's in Spain. That's in Spain, you're, you're okay. talking about the guy who wrote a, a Facebook post yeah, and he was, it's went Spain. to jail. Yeah, that's Spain, yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah, that's in Spain. <laughs> yeah. Now in Portugal, for religions matters, people have not been prosecuted. But, okay. for instance, for insulting a judge, you have had people paying fines for insulting mm. a judge. Yeah. You have had people um, who offend other people in uh, newspaper articles and who get condemned by courts. Okay. And the European Court of Human Rights, rightly so, has condemned Portugal yeah. for not upholding an high standard of uh, freedom of expression. Okay, because so it's, it's in this, yeah, because we had a blasphemy law in Denmark, but it was abolished in 2015, and it hadn't been used since, yeah, seven, the 70s, yeah. but we still fought for it to be abolished, because we don't want a blasphemy yeah. law. I would ask yeah. to be abolished, the words that we still have about yeah. not offending religion. Mm. The truth of the matter is that it hasn't been used no. for a long, long time. No. I but it's the expression of speech that's under pressure? It's under pressure many times, but um, I would say that's the problem of the judges in this country. Oh, okay. That they still, um, 
I mean, they are the third power and they consider themselves as part of the political power in a sense. Yeah. We had a judge a couple of months ago um, ruled that um, a woman that had beaten up by her former um, husband and her companion of the time. I mean, mm. she was giving a, a rough beating, yeah, very rough. Um, and she said that the guys who have done that should not go to jail, should not have uh, an eye, should not go to jail, and he cited the Bible. Oh. The judge cited the Bible and he said Leviticus says that adultery, uh, it's a huge crime. So they, it was justified that she was beaten up because she's been a... Yes. yes it's uh, a particular judge and there was uh, enough for that. Wow. Yeah, it was a yeah. particular judge yeah. and... Uh, there was an uproar about okay. it, and, uh, yeah. and um, but things like that still happen. But the uproar was a good sign because yeah. people were against things it. are changing. People yeah. were in arms against this because yeah. I mean they cannot go on talking like this about the rights of people. Yeah. Okay. And how about because in Denmark, recent years, the politicians are stating more and more Denmark is a Christian country. They're putting it into the. <laughs> That's because of Islam. Isn't it's it? because of Islam, yeah. yeah. Do you see the same here? Or? Right. For starters, we don't have a huge Islam community in Portugal. No. I mean, there's 20,000, maybe 30,000 Muslims in this country. Oh, we that's have, not many. That's no. nothing. We are, we are 10 million. Yeah. 10 million people. We have 20,000 or 30,000 yeah. Muslims. Yeah. Okay. It's nothing. No. And uh, we have much more evangelic uh, Christians and, yeah. uh, and other faiths. Uh, we have much more Jehovah Witnesses yeah. than Muslims in this oh, country. Okay. So you don't get politicians trying to to gain votes by attacking by okay. Islam. Yeah. You don't but get your that. story is also different because there has been a lot of influence by no, the Middle East and Northern Africa in, before, right? Well, that's over since the yeah. 16th century. Yeah. I mean, um, in the 16th century, we still had Muslim and Jewish communities yeah. here in Lisbon. Um, with, the Inquisi with the Inquisition, mm. that was gone. It was I mean, gone. Okay. The Muslims were expelled to Northern Africa. So they dif disappeared the, completely. They were expelled. Oh, yeah. They were taken in boats to Northern oh, Africa. Okay. The Jews were forced to convert. Yeah. And uh, officially, they became Christians. What was called at the time <laughs> the New Christians. Yeah. Since the other ones were the old Christians. Yeah. Okay. And there was, there were, di discrimination against the. The new, Christian, the new Christians, yeah, because they were suspected of, be, of still being Jewish mm. inside their houses, yeah. which sometimes was true. Yeah, um, I mean, in 1910, when the, Re when the Republican Revolution came, this country had basically no religious minorities. Okay, so, so that's why the community is so small, yeah, the Muslim I mean, community. I mean, these Muslims yeah. we have now in Portugal, they have come in the last 40 years or 30 years or so. Okay, so there's so, no discussion. Okay, so that's so, because uh, it's a huge discussion in my country. And I mean, sometimes we, de we debate mm. the all the problems that yeah. the other European countries yeah. have with, uh, with Yeah, Islam. because it's also a discussion in the European Parliament all yes, the time. All the time. Yeah. But, um, we're always talking about something that is happening abroad, oh, okay. not in Portugal, yeah. because uh, we have no, I mean, no terror, no local terrorists, mm. 
no, it didn't happen in Portugal, never. It happened in Spain. Yeah, and you yes, didn't you know. have... Yeah, so it's it's been some years. There must have been something back in the 70s or 80s or what? Terrorists? No, yeah, but no? Not, not religious. Not, not religious, religious one, no. But, uh, but in Spain, like the in 2005, yeah. mm. there was in Spain uh, this... Uh, in Atocha, yeah. where uh, there was uh, an attack by, by an Islamic group. Yeah. In Portugal, it never, never happened, happened anything okay. like that. Um, it was Al-Qaeda at the time. So. The, mm. It was Al-Qaeda at yeah. the time, I think so. And I mean, as, as I told you, we don't have a huge Islamic community. Mm. But what happens in countries that are close to us, like yeah. Spain and France and the United Kingdom mm. and Germany and so on, the other European Union countries, we debate what yeah, happens there. Yeah. And you start to see people reacting to... Okay. Islam in yeah. many ways. I would say the only time we debated Islam in this country was a couple of years ago because the, the mayor of Lisbon decided to fund a new mosque. Mm. And um, there okay. was some debate about that. <laughs> yeah. um, because the local municip municipalities, they fund um, churches many times. Yeah. Why? They have decided to fund the mosque when they, you have more Jehovah Witnesses in the mm. city than, yeah. than Muslims. It was to say we are not Islamophobes. Yeah. I mean, it was a way of saying we are we we all we include everybody. We yeah. include everybody, mm -hmm. which I don't think it's the right way to do it. <laughs> no, but uh, you understand why. I understand yeah. <laughs> why, but as a yeah. secularist, I don't like no. it. I mean. Uh, Religion should not be funded by the state, period. I no. mean, they should not get any money from, from the public. No. They should get money from private citizens, from their own yeah. organizations that they are free to, to start. Exactly. But uh, you had, at the time of that mosque issue, Mm. You had some um, silly right-wing people saying that um, they started. Oh, okay, yeah. Trying to start a riot yeah. over that, and uh, you you had at the same time some very naive left-wing people saying that it was very cool to give money yeah. to, to to a Muslim community. And that time we said that, like we had always said for the funding of the religion of the Catholic Church. Yeah no money should should go to, to a mosque. So even not the left-wing parties are saying they're secular? Well... They're not being consistent. Okay. They, they're not consistent. I mean, yeah. uh, you have... Um, the Socialist Party says that it is the party of the Republican uh, mm. tradition that is a secularist <laughs> and Republican party. But in practice, they have changed the law to maintain um, Catholic chaplains in all the in all the mm. public hospitals, okay. uh, they have started Catholic chaplains in the armed forces, in the um, in the security forces. It didn't exist before. It didn't exist before. No. Oh, I mean the, yeah. the police had no chaplain. The armed forces had the chaplain. Mm. But the security forces had no chaplain. Now they have, mm. thanks to the Socialist Party. Oh, okay. So yeah. you see, and um, at the same time, the other left-wing parties, they, for the Communist Party, which is still a major force, well, a major force, they have eight mm. percent of the voters or something. They say they are for separation of church and state. Yeah. They don't say that they are secularist. But okay. um, yeah. 
<laughs> not yeah. the same thing. No. Um, but they they are not vocal about secularism. Oh, okay. They will not raise the issue. There's another left-wing party, which is the left-wing bloc, mm. which sometimes they raise the issue, but they don't go very far either. Okay. They are afraid of what may happen or mm. what might happen. Yeah. The right-wing parties, of course, they try to please the Catholic Church. So, mm. but uh, it's not the main issue in the political debates, uh, okay. unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, thank you. Interesting to hear about thank you. Portugal <laughs> and Thanks very your organization. Much. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can support Babelfish by becoming a patron. You can also follow Babelfish on Facebook and on Instagram. You'll find the links in the episode description. Until next time, be a happy human.